Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Dick Miller movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derekach. And this week we are covering Minute 33 of the Burbs, which begins with it still raining on Mayfield Place and ends with Art running out of his house. <laughs> so we we catch like the last two seconds of the of the night. Yeah. And we move on to another beautiful day in Mayfield Place. The, the last two seconds of the night is Ray just standing at the second story window staring out the out of the house. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because then and then it breaks into the music. Da, da, da. Well, then it shows them. You can yeah. see out the window. Yeah, so they're digging. Yeah. And uh, I have many, many questions about the digging. The digging doesn't make sense. <laughs> the digging makes no sense. As I said before, they have what we believe is an incinerator. To get rid of this. Maybe there's bones left. Is okay. there? Okay. Um, so now they're digging, and you're led to believe they're burying whatever they put out of the, the garbage. Right. So here's what I think really happened. First of all, the three people digging, there's no way in God's green earth that those are the three people that live in that house. Why are they dressed in monk robes? Like they yeah, got Because they're, they're dressed like druids, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like they're Jawas. That's what it looks like. <laughs> They're going to try to sell them a robot. Yeah, I think that, well, they're probably too tall to be Jawas, but like (laughs) the three people who we end up seeing as the uh, Klopex. Yeah. There's no way that's, I mean, obviously it's not those three people. It's just three stuntmen probably out there. Probably. But they in no way resemble them. No, they don't even look. (laughs) And two of those guys are like 60 years old. (laughs) Am I thinking they're out at like what now has to be like one in the morning because he's already dressed? Right. Out there just digging? Digging. So after I was writing my notes, I came to the conclusion. So here's what happened. They realized they'd seen them. They brought in whatever was in the in the trash can. Right. But they didn't bury it. They probably burned it. But they went out in the backyard and they dug because they know that Ray watches them. Okay. So now Ray will believe that's where the stuff is. So if Ray and his friends are ever stupid enough to go over there and look for something, they're going to dig in the backyard. Yeah. That's that's pretty smart. Right where the stuff isn't at. <laughs> yeah, you're looking in the wrong spot. Yeah. It's like uh, having the wrong length of the Staff of Ra in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. They're digging in the wrong place. <laughs> that was deep cuts there for somebody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they do. And the, even the music makes it seem all weird. Yeah. I mean, there's even – so I'm 90% sure that the Klopeks are just doing this to put to make him think they're doing something there. Right. I'm also – I am 10% believing that this isn't happening at all and that Ray's dreaming that he's he's watching this. Oh, that's a possibility. <laughs> that Ray's like, oh, yeah, I saw them digging in their backyard. Did you? Because earlier in the day you had that exact conversation with your child yeah. where him and Art were talking about them digging like grave diggers in their backyard. Right, like I grave mean, diggers. You've dug in your yard at some point. You can't just like dig up a huge section of your yard and then be like, Oh, it'll just be fine. I'll put it all down. No. I had a pool put in last summer. You can still see where they dug up to do the electrical work. Oh, yeah. You could very easily walk out there and see it. That's exactly where it went. It's been like a year and a half now. You can't cover that up. You'd have to have, uh, like, sod put down yeah. to cover that up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the uh, Kemalon's not coming back to do the Clopex backyard. Not at 1 o'clock in the morning, no. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay extra for Kemlon to come out at one in the morning. <laughs> you think? I don't think so. I don't think so. This is a, another great Jerry Goldsmith score right here. 
it really makes the scene. I'm wondering how the scene, because it's like, it's real fast. I'm wondering what the scene, what the scene looks like with no music. Is it just like, wow, we, you need to put some good music in here because not much is happening. Yeah. Yeah, and they're out there with shovels, and one of them is using a pick. A pickaxe, yeah, he's using a pick. <laughs> what, what, did they hit a rock? What is he trying to do? <laughs> What's that guy digging? <laughs> and all their holes are like a foot deep. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you burying in there? Far either, you're right. They get to bury a couple feet deep, or just local animals are going <laughs> to dig it up. I mean, I hope no one digs anything up. You know, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also wondering, would all the Clopex be sick the next day? From the rain? From being yeah, out of rain? They're out there in the rain. <laughs> what you have to assume is, I mean, what's the minimum amount of time to dig, say, a two-foot hole? If there's a monsoon going on. I don't know. Oh, maybe the ground's pretty wet. And oh, get... you, well, have you ever tried to dig up wet mud and tried to, like, move that around? It's not light. That's not a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's beach sand they're digging in out there. One, I mean, he's really chopping away with that pick, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, uh, halfway through the minute, we thankfully get to leave the Clopex behind and yeah. all our ideas of what they may or may not be doing. We don't exactly leave their trash behind, but oh we do. God, no. <laughs> so we get to sweep, we go to the garbage men, <laughs> which um, they bring in two veteran character actors, which is great because these guys are only in it for, I mean, what, maybe five minutes. At the most. But you need guys that can really own the scene, and yeah. you pick two great guys that can really stay on, that are memorable and can be on there. So I'll just, I mean, I'll talk about them over the next two minutes, but I'll focus on, do you know, how about this, do you know which one's Dick Miller? The older one. Yeah. Yeah. Dick Miller, who, if you're listening and you're like, I, I don't know who that is, yes, you do. <laughs> Dick Miller was born December 25th, 1928. Wow. He oh, is, not shockingly, from the Bronx. Yeah, um, he's from the Bronx. Even if he didn't know he was from the Bronx, he's from the Bronx. Yeah, he's from the Bronx. <laughs> you listen to him for about five seconds, he's from the Bronx. Yeah. I would say the average person probably knows him most likely from Gremlins 1 and 2. Yeah. He's Murray Futterman. <laughs> he is the person who tells the story about the Gremlins and brings them up. He's also, the other thing I would say people know him from, if you saw the original Terminator, he's the guy that sells Arnold the guns. Yeah. The Uzi 9mm. <laughs> so I'm going to attempt to look through some of his credits, but I'll be skipping some stuff because he's got 178 credits. Also, if you're a big movie buff, you'll probably remember him from – he's done a lot of uh, Corman movies, Roger Corman movies. Yeah. Like the old Splatterfest type movies. Uh, I've seen oh him in God. the movies. Yeah, I think I saw A Bucket of Blood. I think he's in that. Yeah, I'm not even going to st- – his first credit is 1955. Ooh. Yeah, I'm skipping through. Uh, yeah, he did Bucket of Blood in 1959, where he plays Walter Paisley, which I know he's played Walter Paisley in a bunch of movies. He was really? in, he was he had a he was an episode of the Dragnet TV series. Um, yeah, oh my God, he's in so much stuff. Another Dragnet. He was in uh, Dirty Dozen. Just ever, a ton of TV shows through the 70s is what I'm looking at now. Nothing you probably would know. He was in an episode of Police Woman. <laughs> that was the first one that I like even recognized. Wait a minute, let me go back one there. He was in Capone in 1975, wow. which I think Sylvester Stallone was in. Really? Yes. Small role. I think, Or I think he was Nitty. I don't know who he played. I'm trying to look at what – I mean, he was known because he was in like some of those like, you know, the Z horror movies. Yeah. I'm trying to look at what his big break would have been. He was in 1941. 
Um, he was in used cars. Maybe that might have been it. He's in the Howling as Walter Paisley. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm, it must be Gremlins then because I mean he's doing stuff. He's in Knots Landing. He's in Twilight Zone the movie as Walter Paisley again. He's playing the same character. So that's eighty three. So that's almost thirty years later, and he's playing the same character. Wow. Um, he was in Gremlins eighty four, Terminator. Then he's in Tales from the Dark Side, Explorers, Chopping Mall as Walter Paisley. What's Walter Paisley? Like, is that... It's just a character that he's played. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> I'm um, not, not going to be... I know about it from uh, another podcast I listen to called... Uh, I'm not going to remember the name of the podcast. Who does, like, you know, really this type of horror movies. And he talked about it. Oh, okay. Oh, Multiple Sadness. That's what it's called. That's the name of the podcast? Yeah, it's called Multiple Sadness. Uh-huh. If you need me to go deeper, there's a movie called Witchboard. And at one point... They're doing the Ouija board thing, and the ghost in the Ouija board pops the guy's tires, and one of the guys goes, oh, man, multiple sadness. I've seen that movie. Like, I'm so far down the rabbit hole now from where we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walter Paisley. Uh, so what we learned is he's not going to be in a movie unless uh, unless he can be Walter Paisley. Well, I mean, he's not Walter Paisley in this, but. Right. Yeah, so he's Walter Paisley's name of several fictional characters. He was in Bucket of Blood, and the one I, and then he's back in Howling, and then he was in a movie as Officer Paisley. <laughs> and when they remade Bucket of Blood, they just renamed, they had another person play him, but they still made it Walter Paisley. They still made it. Weird things, I guess it just shows up over. It's like the um, what's that? The Wilhelm scream that shows up in all the movies. Was that, yeah. ah! <laughs> that scream. <laughs> he was in Project X in '87. That's an awesome movie. Uh, Amazon Women on the Moon. I think that's the second time we've mentioned that. That's the second time we mentioned that. Episode of Next Generation, and then he does The Burbs. Gremlins 2, shortly after that. He's in the old Flash TV series. I've seen that. And then it's a lot of him just showing up for like one episode of TV series again. He's in the Rebel. He's in Batman the Animated Series as Boxcars Bennett. <laughs> he was in two episodes of D-Space 9. He was in Lois and Clark, Weird Science TV series. He does a lot of TV. Oh, he does a ton of TV. I mean, and then he's in the stuff. Up until the last couple of years as Grumpy Cop. And <laughs> he's in The Adventures of Biffle and Schuster as Walter. And he's in Schmoboat as Walter. So it's Walter Paisley. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's just like your – I don't even want to say average because he's not average. But if you were like, hey, you know, I need like a tough New York guy, like a, you know, a 50-year-old New York guy, you hired him. Like he was the guy you brought in. <laughs> so he plays a garbage man, which is – a pretty good role for him but he's also he's got nothing on his he's got like a plain uniform just a yeah. blue suit while the other uh guy has he's got a rainbow thing on he's got a couple yeah. buttons and all he it's, keeps doing and the other guys is trying to get him to go see some sort of faith healer it seems like some guy. sort of faith healer yeah but the one, go ahead. The one line to me from the faith healer conversation is he tells him you really should expose yourself to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, but then he's like, yeah, you really should expose yourself to this guy. And he, I love when he says um, he, he he understands the laying on of hands. And he's like, why don't you try laying on yeah. your hands? He's, like, he's not doing anything. He's the only one doing any of the work. He's standing there with his arms crossed. Why don't yeah. you try laying on some hands? <laughs> this is twice as funny now because now the neighborhood I live in doesn't have garbage men like this anymore. Oh, I know, me neither. They just come around with a truck and pick it up. The hooks. Yeah, I miss the old garbage men that had to, like, get out and do stuff. Right. 
These folks ain't getting no tip at Christmas time. I'll tell you that. No, they're they're not. Because the (laughs) other guys used to get tips at Christmas time. Plus, like, at my old house, we had that where they they still got out at my old place. Yeah. And, you know, when I would, like, tear down my entire deck and put it out there and they're not supposed to take that stuff. Yeah, and I just – You go out there, you throw a little money at the driver. Boom, look at that. Your stuff's gone. I just snuck three uh, bags of contractor bags out there to place just just before I got on here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't because I just called the township, my friend. (laughs) <laughs> You'll be getting a nice summons. I'll just run them down to the uh, firehouse and throw them in the dumpster. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, he's, yeah, that's in here. What he says, uh, my one of my favorite lines in this is he says, uh, he's a great healer. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm a great bowler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't do it on Wednesday night. He's in a league. Yeah, he's in a league. <laughs> of course he's in a bowling league. Yeah. I would have found it more hard to believe if he wasn't in a bowling league. <laughs> but, I mean, if you were going to have a garbage man, it's probably this guy. Yeah. Chances are it's either him or it's, um, you know, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen from Men at Work. It's one of them. It's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing next. We're doing the Men at Work Minute. I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I could do that. I don't know if I could. I would try. <laughs> you have to do, like, the Men at Work, like, uh, 10 minute. <laughs> yeah. You have to do, it like, 10-minute segments. <laughs> So I'm looking at my copious notes. I don't see anything else. Yeah, this is basically the first half of this is just watching the Klopex dig. Yeah. And trying to decide whether or not that's happening. And if it is happening, why? Yeah. And the second half is the beginning of the Garbage Man saga, which, while it does end in the next couple minutes, never really ends. Right. <laughs> it goes on for kind of the rest of the movie. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that uh, healer guy, he understands paraphysical forces and the healing capabilities of crystals. Listen, <laughs> and if somebody actually said that to me, I'd be like, listen, I have a podcast for you to listen to. It's called Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. It'll let you know that there's nothing. Crystals aren't real. <laughs> Don't do anything. Don't put no magnet bracelets on. Yeah. <laughs> throw, that, throw that tape away, that healing tape that you put on your aching muscles. Uh, you know, the, no, the nasal strips and the... Uh, yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> ah, but, you know, he's just passing the time. The other guy's like, I'm going to go bowling. Thanks. <laughs> All right. I don't have anything else. Do you? Right where the smith it ends is Art running out of the house. Well, yeah. That's the last thing. It's just him. Uh, I have the minute ending with him just about three steps out of his house. Okay. I was going to say the line he says when he comes out, but I guess. No, you're... no, no. That's that's next minute. <laughs> okay. We're going we're gonna to deep dive on what he says. That's why I ended it where I did. Okay. Because uh, I, I, was, I was going for it. So, yeah, we can wait till the next one. <laughs> I mean, it's right at the line where it could be an either minute, depending right. on how you stop it. But I figured that's eh, a better break point if it's before he talks. I guess we'll get into Art's outfit, too, when we get on the next minute. So Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can see it now with his white T-shirt and his boxer slash maybe shorts. It, uh, I don't know. It's their green, and they got something kind of. Uh, picture all over them so i would have said they were boxers except the stuff he's been wearing up until this point i also look like boxers yeah i wouldn't be sure that it wasn't a pair of shorts that he had already wore earlier yeah but we will definitely we will be breaking down art next minute yeah and his certain terminology for this profession (laughs) (laughs) all right i don't have anything else no me either so uh thanks for joining us for the burbs minute make sure you uh, check out our twitter um one of us will tweet back to you. Probably Chris, not me. And uh, you can also email us at the Minute at gmail.com. Um, uh, I wrote a book. It's over on Amazon, The Dawn of Mars. 
listen to it or read it or get it on Kindle. Kindle's the cheapest. <laughs> um, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review or give us a five-star review or equal thing on whatever uh, podcast downloader you're using. I don't know how it helps us, but everyone says it does. Yeah, they say it's the best thing you can do for a podcast. Yeah, best thing you can do for a podcast. And, <laughs> I mean, I guess. So do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, as we're still going down the Minute Podcast, that's right, we're 30 minutes in. I still haven't run out of Minute Podcasts no. in pure way. Uh, the latest and greatest I've run across is the Zootopia Minute. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, I will probably listen to at some point. I, I probably will, too. I did see Zootopia. I enjoyed it. I saw it in the movie theater. Plus, it's going to have the added benefit of there's not seven of them. There's yeah. just Zootopia, so I can just listen to it and be done. You're not waiting for the next part two to come out. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know if I pity or <laughs> whatever guys that have got into some of these ones where they're going to have to do several movies. You mean like the original, the Star Wars minute? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't. Those people, they're they're both unreal. Uh, they got the, they got their whole life set ahead for them because they're gonna keep going now with them Star Wars movies. So that's the problem. It takes so say it takes on average about a year to do one of them. Well, they're putting out a new Star Wars movie every year. Yeah, you're done. You're gonna so keep. They're go- up to. They're doing Attack of the Clones right now, I think. So yeah. they're not even gonna be done Attack of the Clones, and Rogue One's gonna be out. Right. They're gonna be finished Attack of the Clones. They'll take a break, probably right around the time they're starting. Whatever that awful third movie was called, Episode Eight will be out. What was it called? Um, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. I could not remember it. Yeah, well, it wasn't worth remembering. That's why. <laughs> I don't know. There was a couple good parts. Yeah. Wasn't Maybe. It? Yeah. No. When the credits rolled. <laughs> I don't know. I like when he killed all the little young Jedi's. <laughs> <laughs> the younglings. See right there. I just ruined it. Yeah, you ruined it. See now, now I don't like it anymore. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i don't have anything else we're out of here so uh make sure that you're a great bowler especially if you're in a league and stay safe neighbors <laughs>